everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hey. Thank you so much for tuning into episode 40 of Hop Culture. In 40 episodes, this is the first time that we're short a sister. Grace is currently somewhere in Nebraska driving across country with dad and Jet. So we figured that finding a dog-friendly roadside motel was enough stress for one day. So we're just letting her off the hook and we're missing her today. Yeah, we yeah. tell you to follow their journey on Instagram, but Grace literally never posts anything. So <laughs> we'll just have to hear an update from her when she's back in action. But I'm very much looking <laughs> forward to seeing them roll in tomorrow night. I'm I'm intrigued. I don't know when to expect them. I don't know what state they'll arrive in, but it's going to be interesting <laughs> for sure. So we're giving her a little break while she's moving, obviously, and getting settled. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> We've never done it with just three of us. It'll be I know. test of like whether Grace is the glue that holds us all together. Well, we all know she is. So yeah. <laughs> she's the funniest, I feel like. So we're going to yeah. have to. She just brings really an hard. element of drama because she always disagrees or has <laughs> like true. hot takes on things. Very much. Yeah. I'm going to try to be more controversial this episode. Yeah. We'll try. <laughs> um, so with the arrival of October. Spooky season is finally upon us. It's fall, y'all. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, for the listeners, Tess is wearing. She's so a fall. I purposely, <laughs> yeah, I dressed for the episode. I dressed yeah, according got to the like theme. A blanket scarf. She's got a blanket scarf. Yeah, fall. A Bought a Target, of course. I have mm-hmm. to question: What's the weather in Utah? Is it in Utah? Sweater weather? <laughs> it's chilly enough. I mean, it's definitely not. Like, you wouldn't have to wear a sweater, but people aren't turning their heads as I'm walking mm-hmm. by. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's really it's like a nice, taken cool her, 60. She's taken her summer wear into like a seasonally appropriate space finally because she, <laughs> yeah. she always dresses too warm. Always. That's really part of why I love fall is because no one can judge me for wearing long pants and long sleeve shirts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So how do you guys feel about Halloween? Because mom loved dressing up us up as kids, but I think she herself does not embrace spookiness. Yeah, we mm-hmm. weren't. We always dressed up as kids and like I remember loving Halloween, but we definitely weren't one of those families where it's like, oh, this is our favorite time of year. Our I, time to shine. Our time to shine. Exactly. Halloween is not <laughs> my time to shine in any way, shape or form. <laughs> I like it. I think I'm in the golden era of Halloween just because everyone's little enough to still like be super excited about it. And I have a lot more fun with it now that I have kids that can enjoy trick-or-treating and stuff. But there was a dark period, I would say like older high school to even maybe into Ella's toddler years where I really didn't like Halloween because it's kind of an awkward stage Mm-hmm. When you're too old to enjoy it yourself and you don't have kids or grandkids or like nieces and nephews. So I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing right now when I'm like 20 on Halloween? You know, mm-hmm. that's exactly how I feel. I've been thinking about that. I mean, I'm really happy now because I actually have an apartment to decorate at least. And we have some little kids in our words. So I'm kind of hoping 
that I can pass out candy to some trick-or-treaters this year. But other than that, it's really hard to find, like, what do you do with your friends? You dress up, and then where do you go? Mm-hmm. You might go to someone's house. I've been to so many, like, spooky, like, raves with, like, 12 people, and it's just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what is this? This is not the Halloween that I grew up loving. Mm-hmm. It is a hard phase. It's a hard phase. My friend Lizzie is amazing at Halloween. So when we were first married and they still lived in Provo, I got to take advantage of her being very Halloween proficient. So if you have a friend that can kind of like head something up, that's really helpful. But yeah, I just never knew what to do. In college, it seemed like the ultimate day where if you didn't have something to do, you kind of felt like bad about yourself. <laughs> then you yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Facebook pictures and we're like, oh, that looks fun. I'm not cool enough to, I don't know. I never felt like I had good Halloween plans. Yeah. And it's even worse than Thanksgiving because I feel like for Thanksgiving, everybody's kind of a little lost for Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving or they're going (laughs) home. So no one's there to Mm -hmm. see that you don't have plans. But Halloween, no one goes home. Everyone's around. So if you don't have plans, you're just, you're not in the loop. And it's really clear. It's very apparent. Yeah. Yeah. As a kid, I loved Halloween. And then as a teenager, I still kind of liked Halloween because I would have a Halloween party. Usually, like, almost oh, yeah. every year during high school. Mm-hmm. Anne was a an instigator of, like, social things in high school, for sure. That's true. I really, I don't know what happened to me, but I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> I wish I were, but I always enjoyed that because it would usually be a group of kids that wasn't my normal, just my smaller group that I'd normally hang out with. And there would normally be like some drama going down on Halloween and like <laughs> I remember that was always that. kind of yeah. fun. And then yeah, you get to like college and it's not really fun anymore. And I still feel like it's not really very fun for me. Like mm-hmm. Hazel's too little. Yeah. She doesn't she's quite too understand little. it. I like Halloween. I just I don't like the spooky stuff and I can't even listen to like most <laughs> of my usual podcasts because they're all telling scary stories. Yeah, and they do a don't scary even, oh, no. <laughs> I don't like a it. A scary story episode or like a supernatural encounters episode or something. It's so yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone can rest assured this one will not be spooky. Oh, yeah. Rest assured, everyone. I love spooky stuff. That is one thing that I love about Halloween. I love scary movies. I like haunted houses, except that they always smell bad, like those plastic mm. masks. They always have oh that smell. Gosh. And I hate. I also just don't like how much masks. everyone's invading my space. Like not even the not even the people scaring me, but just like other people following me. There's people in front of me. It's just mm-hmm. very claustrophobic. But I do. I love the spooky element of Halloween. Do you guys remember Trick or Treat Town? Was that something <gasps> that we kind of yes. started going to? Or yes. do you guys remember it? I was asking mom what the name of that was and why we started going there, mm-hmm. which is actually your story to tell, Claire and Anne. Oh, well, what did mom say? I'm curious what her memory She said is. that we started going because you guys performed. Well, we did perform. So Trick or Treat Town was, <laughs> poor Alaska is a really <laughs> bummer place to have Halloween because it's already winter. <laughs> so you like have to have a coat and snow pants basically to make trick or treating work. So Trick or Treat Town was literally just a warehouse that <laughs> local businesses would sponsor a booth and you could go through in your costume and like trick or treat. They had, you know, entertainment, the same kind of entertainment that you see at like fairs and stuff, just local acts 
and then probably some like overpriced crummy food or something. But I mean, <laughs> as a kid, I remember thinking like, wow, this is so fun. It was magical. It was magical. And I remember mom like hating it. Yeah, mom and hates it. Now as an yeah. adult, I'm like, I totally understand why she hated it. I remember her saying, we pay a million dollars to go walk through a warehouse and you get some Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> That's so true. That was never very good candy. It was not good candy candy. and not people that you know. It's not like you're trick-or-treating with your neighbors or... That's a really good point. Yeah. It's (laughs) random. It's just the masses like kind of just winding through this warehouse. And yeah, it was like the child's play mix basically. It was like dots, dum-dums, and Tootsie Rolls. Smarties. Mm -hmm. Smarties. Yeah. And I looked it up recently. It ended in 2017, sadly. Oh. oh. And it was $10 a person to get in. Wow. So it would have been like 60 bucks for our family. Oh my gosh. That's so not it. worth it. I mean, it uh, is It is in Alaska. That's the thing. That's why it's a good business. But I think that people yeah. have started taking it upon themselves to make like little carnivals and stuff that's yeah. for free. But we still went trick-or-treating like yeah, on top of going to that. So yeah. <laughs> I don't remember mom and dad like taking us just for fun. I only remember going because we performed at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we performed at it when we were older. I remember going as a kid. I think dad might have gotten tickets from work. Mm-hmm. And probably oh, okay. they took us like when it was new. And it was like, oh, this is a hot new thing. And then they were like, no, this is lame. And we didn't really <laughs> probably go very much after that. But that's probably part of the reason why our family has a little bit of like a dark mark on Halloween. is just we <laughs> just never really had the most fun. When I came down to college, I was like, oh, fall is like so great here. And there's a lot to do. There's haunted houses. There's corn mazes. There's a lot more going on. But speaking of candy, though, what kind of candy are you guys looking for? That's the one part of Halloween I could, you know, 10 out of 10 say I 100% endorse is the candy. (laughs) That's my favorite aspect. Mm -hmm. Well, I loved Tootsie Rolls. I'm happy to get Tootsie Rolls Bit of honeys. I was always pleasantly surprised oh. when people would stick those in there. <laughs> people either love or hate bit of honeys. I mm-hmm. love them, mm-hmm. but lots of people. I like, love Who them. Would ever eat a bit of honey? I just had a conversation with someone. <laughs> I can't remember, and they were like saying like they're disgusting. I would never even bother eating one. And I'm like, I love bit of honey. Oh, I love they're them. Delicious. I like anything that will break your teeth, basically. Any kind of tough candy yeah. that will crack your teeth and mm-hmm. like a yeah. milk dud. Mm-hmm. Milk dud. Like oh my gosh, milk duds. Milk dud. Luke hates milk duds. We all loved them growing up, so I assumed everyone loved them. But that's his reason for hating them is that he just feels like his teeth are about to pop out of their sockets. That's part of the fun. <laughs> yeah. And obviously Reese's. Reese's pumpkins. Oh, Reese's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to say I love Reese's normally, but on Halloween, when I look in that candy bucket after my kids have gone to bed, I want the things that I would not normally see in fun size form. Because there's certain Mm. things that they don't typically make fun size. So like the typical, you know, Hershey's bars, Reese's, Snickers, those are great, but I just don't. They're not exciting to me on Halloween because it's like I, I see get those yeah. anytime. I want a little tiny box of milk duds that usually has three, but four if you're lucky. Or <laughs> I want tropical Skittles or I want... Oh, Starburst. Well, not just the typical ones. I want one of the offbeat. What about Sour Punch Straws? Yes. In mini form. Mm. 100%. Those are adorable. The little tiny tray. Yes. A white chocolate... Reese's maybe you know I, I just want something interesting hmm. and unique that's like what I'm looking for okay okay interesting choice. And thoughts 
I guess I kind of agree with Claire. It's exciting to get, you know, mm. a unique candy that you would normally pick, but I don't like the ones that she said necessarily. Just milk duds. Just milk duds. Just a bucket of milk duds. Honestly, I just want to go to the store and buy some milk duds. Mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with. Yeah, that's it. Kind of ruins. I see Claire's point because I'm thinking of when I was little, what I got excited about. But now I'm an adult and I can go get fun. You know, I can get candies whenever I want. So Mm -hmm. I see the appeal of of just like an exciting new new surprise. Exactly. Okay, so we thought it would be fun to recount. I feel like we've just been like dumping on Halloween. I do enjoy it. I really love it. Oh, I love Halloween. Now that I have kids, it's so fun. And so if it's your favorite holiday, we are grateful for that. We need people in the world (laughs) that love it because it makes it more fun for the Mm -hmm. rest of us. Like when I see my friends on Instagram that have their houses totally decked out, I'm like, wow, that's so fun. (laughs) I want to go to your house so I can enjoy that because I would love to be invited to like a couple's Halloween party, but we have okay. never had any friends that are like really into Halloween that have had one. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's more just like a situational disappointment mm-hmm. with Halloween exactly. that I have, but like mm-hmm. I would love mm-hmm. to get more into it. A situational disappointment is a great summary. That's for exactly. Like most yeah, that's a perfect way of describing <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> So we wanted to go through some of our triumphs and tragedies of Halloween's past. It is sometimes a time to shine and sometimes it's a time to mourn. (laughs) Let's start with the bad first. It's always good to get the bad out of the way. What are some tragedies in the past? I'm looking at our script. I'm already laughing at some of them. Okay, so I'll start. So one time, I how old would I have been? Maybe like nine or ten? There was this family that we knew from church that had kids like all of our ages except for mine. And so we got together with them on Halloween and like everyone split up kind of into like age groups and went trick or treating. And I was just going to like tag along with Tess and her friends. (laughs) Why didn't you go with Grace? (laughs) I don't know. They had like a bunch of friends. I'm six years younger than you. Okay, you know what? I always get a bad rep for like leaving Tess out, but like Mm -hmm. Grace and her friends left me out way more. Grace's Mm. friends were kind of mean to you. That's actually... It's a lot more understandable for you to leave me out than for Grace to leave you out too. you were way younger. Yeah. So anyway, I got left out and I had to go with Tess and her friends, except Tess got the flu. And so (laughs) she stayed home with my mom. And so my dad, me... And Tessa's like like three and five-year-old friends. (laughs) (laughs) And it was uh, really disappointing. Were they getting pulled (laughs) in a wagon or like on a sled and you were the only one walking? I don't think we were out very long. So I don't think I really got very much candy. Mm -hmm. Because they, you know, didn't hack it. So... Well, in the vein of getting sick, that's the other sad thing about Halloween is it's one night. It is October 31st. So if you miss it, you miss it. It's mm-hmm. not coming around. I guess all holidays are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing that I hate about Halloween. I guess here's the thing about Halloween, though. You depend on the goodness of others to make it work. Mm-hmm. Like Dave sometimes has to work holidays and we'll be like, oh, it's okay. We'll celebrate it tomorrow or whatever. But it's like if people aren't handing out candy, like you're not getting candy. That's true. I got some kind of strange virus. It was really weird. It was like a couple weeks where my knees were really hurting. And I remember mom and dad were like, understandably very concerned. I think I was in second grade. No, maybe first grade. 
I was like having to go to the doctor and they were worried about all kinds of different things. And it happened over Halloween and it ended up being some kind of virus. And I don't know why my knees were like infected or something. What is with our family and like knee issues? We, yeah. It's not the joint. It's like whatever else weird knee thing could happen. That's what happens to us. So my <laughs> knees had some kind of like inner infection and I could barely walk. And I remember dad took me trick or treating and we made it four houses. And I was just like, I can't. And like I was in so much pain. He might have had to like carry me home. Oh. <laughs> It was just the saddest Halloween. Yeah, that was a really sad one. And then I remember distinctly the year that I, because I remember mom saying like, you're probably too old to trick or treat. And that was a very tough pill to swallow for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a horrible milestone to reach. Mm -hmm. Maybe one of the worst. You're still so excited for Halloween. So it's like, what? Mm -hmm. I'm too old? (laughs) What? It just kind of, but you're too young to like have a party. Mm -hmm. So it's like just a bad limbo. That's another bad transitional phase. That and being in college and not having kids. Those are Mm -hmm. two difficult phases. Exactly. So for a while I was like, no, I'm because there would be teenagers that would come through, you know? So I was like, yeah, there's other teenagers out there. And I (laughs) sort of, I didn't have the social skills to recognize that they were sometimes the kids out creating mischief. And I was like, I really still want to trick or treat. So I remember going and I was with friends and we all had costumes and stuff, but like a couple houses in, I was noticing, I'm like, we're getting a lot of dirty looks. And I was like, okay, we should probably, I think we just decided to like come back to our house and watch a movie or something. But that was like a really sad, there was an air of melancholy over that Halloween. Cause I was like, okay, <laughs> childhood's over. Like, I don't think back. that you should ever shame a teen for trick or treating because yeah, they could be doing so personally. many other horrible things on exactly Halloween. I think that's part of the reason why Halloween gets a bad rap is because teens are out doing mischief when they could be trick-or-treating. I totally I'd be agree. excited if anyone trick-or-treated at my house. I've never lived somewhere <laughs> Me too. with trick-or-treaters. Mm-hmm. And so even if it was like a grown man, I'd be like, have have some candy. I'm happy to see you. <laughs> we get grown-ups every year. And they usually say, oh, really? it's for the baby or something. Yeah. And they'll have like a bag. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I have this candy to give away. So I mm-hmm. was planning on giving it out. I'm not going to be like particular. You know what I mean? I'm like, I have to get rid of it. First come, first served, I guess. But I mm-hmm. am a little persnickety. I am that lady who's like, just two pieces. <laughs> Like I don't have handfuls and handfuls. Well, yeah, that's fair. I feel bad. I'll usually say, oh, you can pick two or three. And some kids still take like eight handfuls. This one is, it's kind of a silly tragedy, but it was a tragedy to me because I had this friend in elementary school and this friend just always lied about things. It was kind of one of those little kids that just kind of loves to make up stories But it's like really upsetting when you're little for some reason, Mm -hmm. when your friends, when you know someone's lying, even if it's like such a harmless lie and it's not your place to be mad about it because you're just another little kid. Every kid have a friend that lies because Mm -hmm. I had a couple of childhood friends like that Yeah, (laughs) It seems to be a universal (laughs) experience. For me, it was like insulting. I was like, yeah, it is insulting. You think I'm stupid? Like, you think I'm going to... Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me on Halloween one year. This friend, it was kindergarten, I think, and I wanted to be Medusa for Halloween. Ooh, that's a great costume. It might have been first grade. I think it was after we went to Italy and I had seen that Medusa and I had like a little magnet because I loved that creepy... (laughs) 
there's like a painting of like Medusa's head and it's like beheaded. And mom and dad got me the magnet of it, which I think is so funny, but I loved it. And I really wanted to be Medusa. So I went, mom tied a bunch of snakes in my hair and like made me this cute little Medusa costume. And so I went to school and this uh, friend that lied asked me, oh, what are you? Kind of like judging me for my costume because (laughs) it wasn't really recognizable. If it's not like Disney character or a superhero, most kids aren't going to. They're not going to like it. They're not going to be like, oh, that's clever. Like they're not Mm -hmm. impressed by original costumes. Mm -hmm. So I explained who Medusa is and what her powers were. And so my little friend was like, oh, that's my godmother. <laughs> and then what? I was just so offended that, <laughs> that she would say it was her godmother. I was like, it's not your godmother. I was like, she was like, oh, yeah, I've met her lots of times. And I was like, no, you haven't. I was like, you would be turned to stone if you had what? met her. I was like, so, I was so mad. And so it kind of like put a damper on the that which is one of my favorite costumes still to this day that i've ever made but i was just so mad that what a terrible lie yeah i know it's like not a convincing lie at all i had just explained that it's like a a mythological creature that doesn't actually exist it was just so so upsetting she had to one up you she's like oh i know her i actually yeah i know her like i don't just know about her i know her personally (laughs) she's my godmother and then uh much later my other halloween tragedy was that I had a my first college breakup right before Halloween I think it was like two or three days before Halloween and so then I was just sad and alone on Halloween just bummer yeah it was it was a bummer but the good thing about that it was actually a triumph I found this funny little place with my roommates we were the classic college kids that had nothing to do on Halloween and so we were like looking on Facebook and we found this little house, you know, those little tiny houses south of campus that the cool kids rent. Mm-hmm. And it's like this sad little old house, but they make it all like Indian cute. Some of these kids had decided to make their house into like a Halloween experience. And they charged, I think, like $5 at the door. And I bet they were raking in the dough because there were so many kids there. And they also had mocktails that you could buy. They had like a little bartender that was like shaking up mocktails. (laughs) And they had spooky names and like fancy ingredients. And how enterprising. And they had like a palm reader. And it was all like Indian, like dark Mm -hmm. and decorated. And there was live music. And it was just the funniest thing I've ever seen. I I loved that. That was one of my favorite things that I've done here in Provo. Like smart enough or cool enough to think of creating something like that. I was just the one. I know it's so smart. Yeah, it's super smart. Well, one of my Halloween triumphs was also in college. So, like I said, I kind of can't remember any other Halloween besides this one because I don't think I did anything. But it was my sophomore year, so it would have been right before the 2008 presidential election. And I don't remember whose idea it was, but me and my roommate went as Sarah Palin and Hillary Clinton. And it really was a different time because (laughs) I feel like now a political costume would be like a little more edgy, you know, Mm -hmm, maybe not, mm -hmm. maybe just like as an adult, I'm more like tuned into like, oh, I might make people mad with this, but we just were like, oh, that would be hilarious, you know? And I mean, it was, (laughs) 
we were endorsing. It didn't like mean anything. So it was Mm -hmm. like super easy. We just went to the thrift store. We got blazers. I had a red blazer. She had a blue blazer. We just made like little buttons with paper. I mean, it was just like the most cheap last minute costume. And I think we each had like a little American flag. I had like some fake glasses and it was just like super last minute. We thought of it. But it was topical. People thought it was funny. People knew I was from Alaska. (laughs) So, you know, that kind of played into it. We took a bunch of pictures where we're like strangling each other. (laughs) It probably wasn't that funny, but we thought it was like very witty and of the moment. So that was probably the only witty costume I've ever had in my life that I can think of. Because my girls also won't do a family costume. That's another tragedy. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a bummer. (laughs) They just want to do their own. You know, they're like, oh, I want to be Hermione. (gasps) Is Ella going to be Hermione? She's going to be Hermione, but no one else wants to be other Harry Potter characters. Well, Well, that's still so cute. I love that. I know. It's cute. And I was like, okay, let's all do Harry Potter. Or like, I really have been wanting to do Peanuts because they love Charlie Brown. I've always wanted to do The Wizard of Oz. So that's another tragedy is I cannot convince my children to do a family costume. I'm trying to think. Okay, so I had to ask mom for some ideas. I was like, do you know any Halloween triumphs I've had? And (laughs) she was like, well, you got Matt to dress up two times for Halloween. That's kind of a triumph. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. One time we were Luke and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. That's so I thought that was kind of a cute oh, yeah, that was costume. A cute but like surprisingly, like not as many people got it as I thought they would. Yeah. I don't remember what you were wearing. I had a wrap dress and boots. Mm-hmm. And Oh, that's so Lorelai. Br- like a dark brown wig with like a side part. Yeah, that should have been Hello. a <laughs> And I had a little coffee cup that I printed out a little Luke symbol and stuck it on there. <gasps> That's and cute. That what? People didn't get it? Flannel. Oh my gosh. We very obviously Luke and Lorelai. Yeah. But. I was trying to get Luke to do that with me. I didn't even remember that you had done that. But because Luke is Luke. Mm-hmm. But now I know that it's not a good idea, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need a, a wig, I, I can pick you up. <laughs> you guys should be Donnie and Marie because Luke totally looks like Donnie Osmond. <laughs> no one would what? get that. I no if no one gets Luke and Lorelai, no one is gonna I don't even know what he looks like. You don't think I thought he totally looks like a young Donny Osmond. I could see I gotta that. look it up. Hold on. Donny. Because you could have like 70s costumes. It would be funny. I bet no one would get it, but I do think it would be like a Absolutely no one would get it. But yeah. <laughs> I mean no one my age would get it. Maybe people That's like mom and dad's age. Ones, yeah, yeah, exactly. I know the best costume is the ones that you're like, oh, this is so clever. Nobody gets. You have to explain and then it you're to everybody. Like sad a little bit mm-hmm. about. Yeah, it. then you're sad because you're like, I thought this was so genius. That was actually one of my triumphs. One Halloween was that Luke's family always in high school threw the best Halloween parties, and so we were going to Luke's Halloween party, and me and two of my friends dressed up as celebrity baby names, mm-hmm. and we just we had already gone in with the expectation that no one would get it because. People in Alaska are not paying attention to celebrity yeah. baby names. and metaphorical yeah. costumes are tricky, you know. They are, exactly. But then we ended up getting best costume. We got voted best wow. costume. Um, we went as Northwest, Blue Ivy, and Sailor. Sailor was oh, kind of a reach. I love that. <laughs> <But> That's funny. <laughs> I don't remember whose child is Sailor. I don't even know. It's a an old supermodel. <laughs> so it was Ooh. definitely a reach. We just needed an easy one. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, that was fun. But we had to explain it all night long. Nobody Mm -hmm. got it. 
I would say last Halloween was kind of triumphant for me and my family at large because just with COVID, that was right when it was getting really bad again and everything was shutting down again. And I think school was going to reclose and... It was just hard because I was like, these poor kids, this has been such a hard year for them. And I kind of was expecting Halloween to just not really happen. So I, we told them, we're like, we're going to try trick-or-treating, but we don't know like how many people are going to be handing out candy. And we just had like very low expectations. And our neighborhood is normally really fun to trick-or-treat in. This is by far the funnest place I've lived on Halloween because like the houses are pretty close together. There's sidewalks. It's just a really easy place to trick-or-treat. So we went outside. It was so sweet. So many neighbors had come up with, they'd built like a candy shoot with like, you know, a tube to like throw the candy down or they made like little baggies and put them out. Or some people made like a big spider web and like clipped candy to it. So you could just walk up and take one. People had come up with all these like no contact ways to hand out candy. And a lot of people were still out trick-or-treating and everyone was like trying to social distance and stuff, but it was still really fun. People had music playing and a lot of people had built fires and their fire pits and were just out like talking to people and stuff. And it was one of the only days last year that felt as fun as it normally is. It still felt festive. And it was just really sweet that people had gone to the effort because it would have been easy for people to just be like, oh, I'm not going to worry about handing out candy this year. So it was really sweet that Mm -hmm. people had made the effort to still make it work and the girls still had so much fun and stuff. So I think that will probably always be. That's super cute. Yeah. Well, I want to give a shout out to mom for one of my favorite costumes. Um, She made me this pretty elaborate 50s dress. Do you guys remember that? <gasps> yeah. Oh, that was like remember. a prized dress up for me. Yeah. After it that. had like this really full skirt and it was when like hairspray was really popular. <laughs> My friends and I were <laughs> obsessed with hairspray. So she made me that costume and it always stands out as one of my favorites. That's so cute. She made me a really cute poodle skirt the year I had the infected knees. That's one of the cutest costumes, I think, is like a 50s girl. If you have a guy to go with, he can be like a greaser type. Matt and I did that one year. Mm -hmm. I guess I've gotten that (laughs) three times. I was going to say, Matt, it sounds like you guys have actually had a lot of good costumes (laughs) over the years. (laughs) Well, thank you all for joining us on this journey through Ghosts of Halloween Past. And um, as always, we just want to invite you guys to check out hopculture.com and you can see our show notes and links to things we've talked about and it's a great website and so I just want to plug it once more. And thank you to those of you on Instagram who reposted our survivor survey. That was super fun to read your guys' responses. And we just love like when you guys comment, it's super fun. So check us out at hopculturepod on Instagram as well. Do you guys want to share some weekly wins? Yeah. So this week has been so, it's been so crazy with Grace moving and that was not a win. That was a big lose, mm-hmm. a tearful lose. But after that, last night, we went to a concert at BYU, the Five Browns. Have you guys heard of the Five Browns? I had never heard of them before. It does sound familiar, but I don't think I know anything about them. I guess they're pretty well known. There are these five siblings. They studied at 
Juilliard all at the same time. Wow. They got in when like the youngest one was 15, which is crazy. And they're all pianists. And so they play piano together. They're so good. So there's five pianos Mind boggling. at the same time. Yeah, there's five pianos going and they're all doing like completely different things, but it fits together so well. But you're like, how could they possibly be listening to all four other pianos at the same time? Oh my gosh, they're just so good. Okay, I just so that was just a huge familiar. win. Yeah, I, I've like yeah, they're they're from Utah. I mean, now they're living all over the place and they tour a lot, but they came back for a show at BYU and it was super fun and just nice. I hadn't been to any kind of show, like a symphony mm-hmm. or a concert really for so long. So it was really nice to go back and... Yeah, probably since before your mission. Yeah, Have I think so. Something since then? Because like it was... COVID. Not something like that. Not like a dressy concert. So mm-hmm. that was really fun. Well, my win this week... So, okay... I have to confess, two episodes ago when I was like, so it will be my birthday when this episode is airing, <laughs> I miscalculated and that was actually the day before my birthday, which is not that big of a difference and I don't even care about my birthday that much. It just was funny that I got the date wrong and I had a few very sweet friends <laughs> of your own birthday. be like, hey, happy birthday. And I was like, it's not actually my birthday. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny too that I noticed and Grace noticed when, and mom noticed at the time I noticed because I was like I had read the script and saw that you said that it was going to be your birthday but you said like it's my birthday today and I was like wait it's not her birthday today and then I was like wait what's the date what's the date and then I was like oh and so then anyway I realized that your birthday was not on Thursday and yeah it was on Grace noticed mom noticed and none of us bothered to tell you it's kind it of a sad, so funny. Well, <laughs> sad raised, story mom always raised us to like if someone gets something a little bit wrong it's rude to just correct them you know mm-hmm. and I think it comes mm-hmm. from having been a teacher because I have also been a teacher and I can say there is nothing more annoying than when you misspeak a little now if someone's actually telling like wrong information for sure. But if it's like, oh, you know, the blue cup. And it's like, I know you mean the red cup, but you just misspoke. And they're like, Mrs. 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 You took the blue cup. <laughs> and it's like, okay, Jimmy, like, I'm I'm so sorry. You're right. So I think it probably comes from that. It's just like, hey, just let it go. If someone says something a little off, it's not that big of a deal. You know, you don't have to like constantly be like reminding people of their mistakes. <laughs> so I think we all sometimes have that a little too much to where it's like, I'll just let it go. And they were like, well, it's close enough. But it just was funny that I just didn't know what date my own birthday was going to be. So anyway, (laughs) those of you that said happy birthday on the 23rd of September, that was so nice. I'm so sorry. But I just wanted to say, I don't know, as I get older, I just don't really care about my birthday that much. And it's the best because I just have really low expectations. And then when people are so sweet and like call or text or drop things off or just anyone that reached out that week in any way, it was so sweet. So I just want to say thank you. I always get warm fuzzies where I'm like, oh, I have so many great people in my life. So that was a good (laughs) win for me just to be one year older, I guess. Still still, still kicking it. Okay, well, mine kind of goes along with correcting and misspeaking and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is just a story. <laughs> so you guys know that I love to like make fun of people when they like mess up something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> you do we know too well. Like, driving in the car. First of all, I have permission to share this story. So it's not me. <laughs> I'm going to be sharing it. We were driving along and there was a Dua Lipa song on and... 
I was telling Matt, like, I really like Dua Lipa. And like, you know, when I first heard about her, I was not sure if she was going to get that popular, but she's really blown up and like she has some really good songs. And he was like, I've never, he was like, what, what is that? Who is that? I'm like, <laughs> like, I was like what is like that? very popular. And so I was trying to tell him like the songs that she sings. So like a little bit of time goes by and then he's like, what kind of name is Dua Lipa anyway? <laughs> like, Dua Lipa? I not stop laughing. I was laughing so hard that I like couldn't breathe. And he was like, what? 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 What did I say wrong? And I was like, it's Dua Lipa with a P. And I was like, that's just like her given name. She's not from America. And he was kind of embarrassed. And so I was trying to tone it down and like not laugh so hard. And then like we kept talking about other stuff. But my eyes... We're watering because I was trying so hard <laughs> to stop laughing and like tears were coming out. And he's like, are you still laughing at like, Dua I was like, yes, it's so funny. Because like, for one thing, how do you not know who Dua Lipa is by now? And then <laughs> to be like, what kind of name is Dua Lipa? I'm like, well, it's not a name that's not actually what name is, so... <laughs> Luke was trying to tell me, and I, I debunked it, but at first I was like, oh, really? And then I looked it up, and it's not true at all. But Luke was like, I think it means two lips in Portuguese. <laughs> it does not at all. <laughs> there's a lot of confusion okay, surrounding Dua Lipa. I, I took Spanish in college. I know Spanish and Portuguese aren't the same, obviously, but like quite similar sometimes. I have to look up what lip that is. It's so labios. Funny. It's dois yeah. labios. <laughs> it's not not Dua Lipa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love I it love so, much. so much. <laughs> okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week.